0: We sincerely apologize for what Rick and Dan said on the previous Faith Talk Live broadcast. You didn't hear it? Never mind. Hey there, it's Faith Talk Live. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. If you're watching YouTube Live or Facebook Live, uh, he's a little taller than Bono, but he looks kind of like him. Mark Scandrett their author, activist, speaker. Mark, how are you? I'm
1: doing great this morning, Rick and Dan. You definitely have the
0: glasses there. That's cool. I mean, that's kind of a Bono look with the glasses there. Those are cool.
1: Yeah, I've been wearing glasses like this for quite a while now, and it's
0: just a little fun. And yeah. how awesome is it now? we I brought this up before we went live, right? And so he reminded us that he's just a little bit taller than Bono. But he said when he was in London and had a cowboy hat on, which sounds cool, right? Uh, people yeah. thought he was Bono. So you didn't try to uh, change their minds, did you? No,
1: I think, uh, I mean, I'm a foot taller and the wrong accent.
0: <laughs> well, it's good to have you. Thank you so much for joining us from uh, San Francisco. We, we appreciate you. Uh, you. You've sparked our interest here on this book. Your latest book is called The Ninefold Path of Jesus, Hidden Wisdom of the Beatitudes. Just when we thought we'd heard it all about the Beatitudes, here you pull some new stuff out. So first of all, where did you get the idea uh, for the book?
1: Yeah, well, I've been, uh, you know, my passion is helping people apply the teachings of Christ to the messy details of everyday life. And um, one of my mentors, Dallas Willard, used to say, the Sermon on the Mount is is the curriculum for Christlikeness. It's the closest thing we have to a guidebook for how to live in the reality that Jesus lived and taught about the kingdom of God. And uh, back in about 2015, uh, some friends of mine in in London said, we want to do a project around the Beatitudes called Nine Beats. And we think that a new generation, in the 21st century, who often feel like Christianity is irrelevant or even toxic, we want to give them a fresh perspective on, on the way of Jesus. And I said, I'm in. I love it. But um, they said, you know, how can we how can we help people like look at the Beatitudes? There's things about peacemaking and humility and justice. Um, A lot of people don't know that uh, that that's that this is the foundation of of Christianity. um, You know, these things. And um, as we were talking about and brainstorming, I I thought about an experience I'd had years earlier uh, when I was a young pastor. Uh, after my first book came out, a Zen priest contacted me and said, "I'm. Uh, I'm wondering if I'd be welcome in your meetings." He said, "When I was a teenager, I had a Jesus experience, but um, I had some painful experiences with church, and so I ended up as a Zen Buddhist priest." And he said, "But when I sit and meditate, I hear Jesus calling to me, and I don't know what to do about that." Mm-hmm. And so we became fast friends. And I remember on our our second walk together. Uh, I said, Shinko, I'm not that familiar with faith traditions outside my own. When you wake up in the morning, what do you want to do and be? And in about four minutes, he gave me the four noble truths and something called the eightfold path. And I was impressed with how clear and concise the vision that he was pursuing was. And then Shenko turns to me and he says, uh, Mark, you identify as a follower of Jesus. When you get up in the morning, what do you seek to do and be? And I was a little, um, I gave him an answer, but it wasn't fully satisfying to me. I said, I want to love God and love my neighbor as myself, but it wasn't very, it was kind of 30,000 feet. And, um, at that point, I was like, I, I need to develop a clearer vision of the Jesus way. And Jesus was clear about his vision for, for a new way of life. And it's in the Sermon on the Mount. So with this book, I'm using the Beatitudes as a doorway into, nine doorways into the core teachings of Jesus, which I think uh, the Sermon on the Mount is like his manifesto for a new way of being and living. Talking
0: to Mark Scandrett, the author of The Ninefold Path of Jesus, Hidden Wisdom of the Beatitudes, and and nine postures for life now, uh, you know, we we don't have... Uh, you know, all the time in the world to go through all nine, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But give us uh, maybe uh, two or three uh,
1: of those nine, to kind of give us a taste of what we can find. Sure. In the book. So this is um, in the book. I talk about first instincts, um, like our our normal, our natural ways of responding to the stresses of life, and then Jesus invites us into. Um, to make nine flips or nine shifts in our posture informed by the reality of the kingdom of God. And so here's a couple of examples. We come into the world, uh, with closed hands, feeling anxious and worried. It's a, it's a natural instinct that we uh, psychologists call it the fight or flight response. And if we stay in that anxious state, it leads us to feeling anxiety and distraction and uh, living out of a sense of striving and not enoughness, a greediness towards life. And the gospel invites us into open-handed trust to receive what we need with thanks, to ask, seek, and knock for what we lack, and to share what we have with one another. And think about how different our world would be If we could learn to move from that posture of close handedness to open handed abundance in our creator's care. Mm. Another one that surprises people is um, the second thing that Jesus says in the Beatitudes is blessed are those who mourn. That's like saying happy are those who are unhappy. Why why (laughs) would we live in a world of great beauty and wonder? It's also a world of pain and tragedy. Mm -hmm. And our first instinct When we run into those painful parts of life, is to to want to run and hide, to numb out or distract ourselves. We do this with little kids. They, uh, when when you see a, a, somebody crying, you want to give them a you want to give them a, a lollipop, or you want to say, "Hey, look at this cool video on my phone." And as we've we've grown, we've developed really sophisticated ways of numbing out and distracting ourselves. The mm-hmm. Netflix binge, looking at our phone, things we, things we can shop for or put in our mouths, and with incredible wisdom, Jesus is saying, "Your comfort will not be found in distraction." And ancient people knew this. They tore their clothes. They poured ashes on their head. They sat in the dirt. And this beatitude invites us to sit with what's hard, sit with the pain and, uh, to grieve, to mourn, to, um, to complain to, to God. And, you know, about a third of the Psalms in the scriptures are Psalms of lament or complaint. God, where are you? Have you fallen asleep? And, um the promise of this beatitude is if we can move from numbing out and escaping to actually sit with pain, um, mm. that God's solace and comfort can meet us right here in the moment where we, we where we feel confused and out of our minds. That's a peace that can come to us. That's beyond understanding.
0: Mark Scandrett, uh the book is called the ninefold path of Jesus, hidden wisdom of the beatitudes. Hey, thanks for busting my chops on the whole, uh, not wanting to mourn and, uh, and binging on Netflix, but you know, you're, you're, you're right. You're spot on. Uh, because I, I don't, I don't like the mourn. I don't like, I, I don't, I don't like pain or inconvenience. That's uncomfortable uh, for us. Yeah. Not, but it's, yeah. But, but it's necessary. What a great book. When, when you look back at, I mean, you've written this and it's been released and no doubt there's great response what do you think the hardest chapter for you to put together was, and what is? What do you think your favorite chapter was?
1: Yeah, um, I'd say the hardest ones were probably the the last two, um, where Jesus talks about um, suffering for doing good and for um, suffering for aligning with Christ. Uh, partly because uh, for a lot of the other beatitudes, I feel like I've I've been able to make some of those shifts, and uh, not not perfectly or completely, but um, once you get into the eighth and ninth beatitudes, I call those the Ph.D. level beatitudes. <laughs> so I feel like um, I was pu- I could say the words, but I haven't fully lived into the reality that those beatitudes point us to, and especially the last one um, points to picking up our cro- denying ourselves, picking my, up our cross, and following Jesus. Learning to move from a posture of fear and self-protection. To um, ra- to surrender and radical love, and it seems like something that very few of us get to. But it's it's the place that um, you know the the Jesus way is sort of counterintuitive. I think our culture thinks in terms of getting more and bigger and better, and um, uh, Jesus way is a, a way of descent. He's sort of saying, if you, f- if you follow my way, you will be mistreated. You will be misunderstood. Sometimes you're going to be alone mm. and you have to trust that I'm with you. And if you follow love far enough, you're going to be treated in the same way that I was treated. Mm. And so those are those are hard things for me to, you know, I'm still sitting with it and wrestling with what does it mean for me to deny myself and and learn to live uh, courageously um i had a fun i guess I had a fun time writing the chapter on the way of right motive uh, vulnerability is a is a big part of the work that i uh, i do i I run these labs where I invite people to be really honest with God and honest with themselves and then to, with the support of the group take on practices that can help us live in kingdom reality um, in fact the, our most popular one's called the ninefold path and it's uh it's a it's a really great lab that we also developed a curriculum around and um, so i think that you know authenticity is really one of the beginning doorways to the spiritual journey if we can't be honest with ourselves or uh, allow god to see us for who we, we are we're not going to get very far in our our healing or progress in a life with God, and so it's it's fun to fun to explore that a bit in the book. We love book. your passion; it's it's good stuff.
0: Hey, let's take a break. We'll be right back. I'm Rick Probst. and I'm Dan Ratcliffe. This is State Offline.
1: Cable News. Noisy, boring